0: I'm going to walk you through how to get all of your photos put into online photo albums and printed so you can enjoy all the amazing pictures you likely have just sitting on your phone. Now, this is like part two to a podcast I did a few weeks ago about photo organization. So if you didn't catch that one, listen to that one first. I walk you through how to organize your photos, the ones on your camera roll and all the loose photos you have from years past before everything was digital first step is organizing and getting it all digital, then you are here, ready for this podcast all about how to catch up on your photo books and how to make a plan to keep up on them going forward. I'm sharing my favorite website to make photo books on and how I do it so it's great quality and I love them, but they don't take me hours and hours to do. This is one of those speed over perfection things that I talk about. We aren't trying to make the most perfect photo book of all time. Most of us just don't have that kind of time and that's why we don't have as many already made as we would like. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Here we go. Photo books part two. I really wanted to separate this into two different podcasts because it's such a big topic and I feel like the whole problem with photo organization and making photo books online is it's overwhelming. So I definitely didn't want to make it more overwhelming. So Like I said, if you didn't already listen to the episode I did a couple weeks ago, go back and listen to that, How to Be Awesome at Photo Organization. Listen to that first. That way you're ready for this next step. And In today's episode, we are going to go through everything, all the practical steps that I take to make photo books. Now, this is one of those things that I will kind of keep up on and then I'll totally lag like for a year or two and then I'll catch up and then I'll, I'll lag again. But I've finally gotten in a rhythm now to where I'm keeping up on photo books. I still have some that are backlogged from past years that I need to do, but I have a plan going now and that's exactly what I'm going to share with you. So the first thing is just take one step forward. For me, I've learned that this is one of those things that if you just take a step forward, It doesn't seem as daunting, you know, just go and then we'll figure it out as we go. So, I'm going to tell you the website I use and the process I take, what I think makes it hard and easy, and how you can do it. You can do it um, really involved and really detailed, or you can do it more simple. I absolutely love photo books. I think that. It's you know it's such a shame we all take so many great photos and usually they just sit on our computer or sit on our phone but how often do we really see them so I think that photo books are the best way and it's great because digital photo books are so easy to put together now and so um, it just there's no reason to there's no reason to not have them out and really enjoy them so we're gonna dive right into it I. I can't tell you how much I love photo books and the company I use, the website I use is shutterfly.com. So shutterfly, everyone knows shutterfly. It's been around for a long time. I've used a bunch of different websites and I, first of all, I like to pick one and commit to it. So all the books look pretty uniform. And the reason I love shutterfly is because they have a couple different options of how you can create your book. So you can do it Um, completely custom. So you are moving each photo, you're creating your layout, you're creating how many photos go per page, you're doing it all by hand, right? You want it exactly how you want it. The middle of the roadway is you upload your photos, and then they put them into the pages for you. Then you move everything around and change it. But it's cool because Their, you know, technology makes it so it puts it in chronological order and it also kind of recognizes similar photos and puts them. So say I'm doing, you know, a school year, it really puts like a Valentine's party. It'll keep it, you know, pretty well on two pages. Then it goes on to the next thing. Their automated, their automated system is really, really cool as far as, um, kind of putting together the general layout for you. So I do that middle of the roadway. Like I don't want to start from scratch, but I don't want it totally automated either. So that is the last option is have have them do it. Literally, you upload the photos and you pick completely customize it for me and they do it. You can always tweak things, but that's the way that you know they're putting in the background colors, they're picking the number of photos and the layouts and all that stuff. So you can do it completely on your own, you can do it halfway on your own, or you can have them do it fully, fully. And I love this. I love having the different options because sometimes if I'm doing one really quick, or maybe it's like an end of school book for teachers, and I'm not super particular. I just wanted to give them like a special book from the year. I'll do the full, the full um, automated way. Of course, I'll make some adjustments and tweaks and pick my cover and stuff. But it's such a great way to get it done. And you know, I really think that why so many of us aren't caught up in our photo books and haven't done them as often as we want is because it seems so like such a huge task, like. I need to sit down for four hours and get this whole thing laid out. And it's just, that's just not how it is. So that's why I love Shutterfly. They give you lots of options and there are so many different templates and different themes that you can pick. So you could do simple, they have ones that you can pick if you're doing like it's for the year. So say you're doing all of 2019, they have books that are laid out that way. And so then you can pop on special little kind of, you know, virtual stickers that say, you know, January that say Monday that say Halloween and you can really make it personal like an old school scrapbook. And Hey, before I forget, a lot of times what I do is I'll still get stickers from Michael's or Joanne's or online. And once I get my photo book, I'll kind of make it 3d still. Cause I love kind of, I used to love scrapbooking when I was in high school and college So I'll even put it, put my own photo, uh, my own um, stickers on top of it, just kind of make it, make it cute. And I will even have my kids do it. Now I love the three D kind of stickers just because they look nicer. But you have to be mindful that those are not ideal for photo books because then they make them thick and pages don't close as well. So try to get the cute ones that maybe have like glitter or some sort of like you know, texture to them, but not necessarily the thick ones because those aren't great for actually like closing the book and having it lay nice and flat, which is important because we're going to make a lot of photo, photo books here. So we want them to be able to stack on each other. But that's a fun way to do it. And sometimes for my kids, now that my girls are older, they're eight and nine. So when I do a photo book from one of their birthday parties, so say it's a mermaid theme party, I'll do the photo book and then I'll buy a bunch of mermaid stickers and I'll let them go through and put them throughout the book. So it's kind of like my kids um, wouldn't be interested in doing a full like actual scrapbook, like an old school scrapbook on their own. But they love it if I put together a digital one and then they can kind of put all their stickers and personalize it. And I don't care if they want to take a a little Sharpie and write a little note or something on it. Super cute. And it's kind of another way to make it personal. But that's why I love Shutterfly. Shutterfly. And also they have these square books. So I do a nice big square book, the biggest size they have. And then I do like a padding on it. So it's kind of cushiony all over the photo book, which makes it just like look and feel so high end, like almost like a, I mean, not necessarily like a wedding book because wedding books are usually like thick and heavy and bound, but these are nice. Then another cool feature they have is you can just do a duplicate as long as it's the same, like a square made into a square. So I'll do the biggest size for our house photo book and then I'll do a smaller square size for the kids. So it'll be like an eight inch by eight inch um, or a 10 inch by 10 inch square book for them. Now this is my favorite thing because I'll put them in their room, on their bookshelves and you know, one day when they move out they'll have this awesome little collection from their childhood of different books. So for my kids, I'll do every birthday party always. And then if it's so then, you know, if I do a birthday party, I'll just make one. So if it's Presley's mermaid party, I'll just make, I'll make the big one for the house and then I'll make her smaller square one for her. But if it's something like a family vacation, I will make um, the big one for the family and then usually three little ones. So each of the kids have their own. You could either do exact copies or you could change up the front cover. So it's a picture, maybe like their favorite picture, your favorite picture of them on that vacation. So they each have their own. It does add up, but the best thing is Shutterfly has coupon codes all the time. They basically have 50% off going all the time. So it's an investment for sure, especially if you're going to do the duplicate copies. But for me, it's just my favorite thing. And I think it's really, I think it's really, really well worth it. And like I said, once you apply the coupon codes, I feel like it ends up being a good deal. And Again, you can be as detailed with you want as you want with it. So you can add in virtual stickers and backgrounds. You could do full captions. You could just do headlines. You could change your font and your um, borders and your colors and make it completely personalized. Again, I think it's good not to make it too complicated because most of us probably have quite a few photo books that we want to catch up on. So the key is is simplify. Speed over perfection if you sit there, you could tweak every photo book until, you know, until the end of the year, but then you'll never get through all of them. So remember speed over perfection. Sometimes good is good. Get it done and move on to the next one. The first step when you're doing any sort of photo book making is organize the photos before you upload them. I've made this mistake a thousand times is you upload the whole album. So I'll upload 500 pictures from you know, a birthday party, including the setup and the whole thing and pictures that um, my photographer takes or I take or whatever. I have 500 pictures. I upload them all and the photo book takes me forever. That is completely backwards. Organize them on your phone or on your computer first and only upload your favorite photos. Now, sometimes I'll keep a couple extra if I'm not sure which one's going to go or which one I want to use, but that's just a couple. Do definitely do not upload the whole file. Very first thing you do is Organize everything. So, if you're doing all your pictures from a vacation, go through, put your little favorite on all of them, and then only upload your favorite pictures. That way, when I pick the kind of middle path, the semi custom path, it puts all my photos in, and I'm not dealing with like a whole, like way too many photos, first of all, and then a whole bunch of photos I wasn't really intending on using because a lot of them are duplicates and similar, and it just makes the book way too big and way too redundant. So, organize the photos, then upload them, only allow yourself a couple of those like extra ones that you might end up removing. Then as we're talking about getting caught up on all the photo books that you want to do, make a big list of all the photo books you want to make. So let's get organized and let's break it down. Whenever I have something overwhelming, I make a list and I just break it down into tasks. And then I give myself, you know, kind of timing about how long I think each will take. So go through maybe past vacations, past vacations that you want to do photo books for. And just on a piece of paper, do a big old brain dump. So you know what photo books you're going to tackle. Maybe you want to do school years. So I'll do school years for my kids. So I'll do, this is your kindergarten year. This is your first grade year for each of the kids. And then I do for the house, I do a 2019 book, a 2018 book. I'll just do the year. So it's a lot to commit to, to do all three kids for their school year, which is different than the calendar year. But I just love it. And I'm telling you, I've really had to let go of, you know, searching and digging for one specific photo that maybe someone emailed me once or I I do one full photo. I sit down, I'm focused, I do a full photo organize, I upload those photos and make a photo book of it. Just take one photo book at a time whatever the you know whatever the it is that you're going to do whether it's a past vacation or a calendar year like simplify it organize the photos upload them pick your template pick your theme put them in the book make your adjustments and hit print it's so good so i am going back all the way like i'm going to make myself now that i just got all my photos scanned i'm going to make a childhood digital book which when i was a youngster none of that existed we just had traditional scrapbooks so I'm gonna make a photo book of like my childhood and my husband's childhood. Um, I talked about photo scanning in my last podcast, but just to be sure we're on the same page with that, I went through and took all of my photos that were just prints or things that I had on a DVD, even the, you know, that I had gotten like Christmas Christmas photos on a DVD from, from a photographer or from somewhere. I got all of that scanned. I use smooth photo scanning, I work with Brandon there. I will include his information in the show notes. Completely not sponsored. They're just awesome. And it was really important to me to find a company that just, that I had an actual human to talk to, that I made sure my photos would arrive safely and then back to me because I still want to box them up and keep them, you know, in the shed just so I have the prints. It feels weird tossing them even though I have them all digital now. But it took me a long time to find a company that kind of did everything I needed. I wanted it to be you know, pretty fast. I didn't want it to take months and months. I wanted it to be pretty reasonable. And I wanted to find a company that was going to give me high quality result. And I trusted them and I wanted them to be able to put it in folders. So I organized all my photos into Ziploc bags and I wrote the, the title of whatever it is. And then when they sent me the zip drive back, it's all in those folders. So it's super organized. They were really, really great. And whenever I, I find awesome companies and awesome people, you know, I love sharing them because I believe in sharing all your best stuff. So if you need to do that first step, I'm telling you, it's painful to do, but you'll be so glad you did it. You only have to do it once. So smooth photo scanning. Those guys are rock stars. Um... Like I said, I just went through the entire process and got my little drive back with all the photos and I could not be any happier and I just feel so accomplished because it's something that's been on my to-do list for literally years. So get your old photos scanned if you haven't already. So catching up on past photo books, there's two ways I think to do it. First, well, you've made your list so you know what you're gonna do and then you're gonna organize your photos, you're gonna upload them and you're gonna make your photo book. So now we have this big old list. Maybe you have six photo photo books you wanna make or maybe you have you know, 50 photo books you want to make, I think that you would go about it one of two ways. First, tell yourself you're going to do it in blocks of time. Like, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do it for six hours on a Saturday and see how much I can get through. Or you tell yourself that you're going to do my goal. I'm going to do one a week. I know my list. No matter what, I'm going to get one done a week. And listen, it may be slow, it may be fast. No matter what, you will get through your list if you just get a rhythm down and just start. You don't have to tackle them all at once, but I think once you get get to doing it, you'll realize that you can do it pretty quickly and it's fun and it's just so awesome to get them back in the mail. I also love doing these for gifts. Like to get a personalized gift Um, sometimes I'll do it, not even for a birthday, but maybe someone has like an awesome birthday party. I go to a 30th birthday and they have an awesome birthday party and I'll take, you know, 50 photos. That's plenty to make a photo book. So maybe I'll just do one of the little eight by eight square photo books. And again, I love that like soft padded cover that is an option you could add on. It just makes it like just ultra nice and I'll send it to them and they'll get it, you know, whatever, two, three weeks after the party, just You know best best 30th birthday cheers to you and like how amazing to get a gift from a friend It's just so thoughtful and it's just so fun And it's taking you some time and some money, but it's so worth it Like the impact it made on your friend or your loved one I think is really really worth it So or you can do it as a birthday gift or a holiday gift, especially for people who have everything How great to round up a bunch of photos that you have of them that you love that you think they would love and do a mashup. The photo book doesn't necessarily have to be a theme or a time period. It could just be a whole bunch of photos that you put in telling someone they're awesome. So I just love, I love it. And it's a great gift for someone who um, has everything because, you know, whatever you're making is one of a kind and there's no chance they have that. So once you've made a plan to get all caught up on your past photo books, let's make a plan going forward. So this is what I do. With I make myself do the photo book within a week of whatever it is. So if it's a trip or if it's, if I'm doing one from the last calendar year, I tell myself, okay, the first week of January, I have to get it done. Because that way I actually keep up with it and I actually get it done. And a lot of times it's just, I sit down for two hours and power it out and it's completely done and it's just a huge weight lifted. But if I don't do it within that first week, then it becomes like a lagging project, you know? So whether it's a vacation or maybe even your kid's recital, or like I said, maybe you're doing an after party book for a friend for a gift, tell yourself, okay, I have one week after the event to do this photo book so that I'm like right on top of it and things don't lag. This has worked really, really well for me. So when I'm on a plane ride home from a vacation or if we're driving driving home, I try to sort the photos when I have downtime. So just, you know, be efficient with your time rather than, you know, kind of mindlessly scrolling social media before bed or on the plane or whatever. Use your downtime in that week after the event to organize the photos. That way when you sit down to do the book, you have them all favorited, you upload them and you just have to kind of put things in motion to actually create the book. And it really doesn't take that much time. I really think the organizing of the photos is kind of the most tedious and the biggest hurdle to conquer. Once you've done that, the rest of it's pretty easy. Shutterfly makes it so, so easy. Again, not sponsored at all. Um, I just think it's the best. It's my favorite that I've found and they save them all. So it's easy to reprint them if you ever want to. It's just really great. So that's what I'm doing. I am doing all of my photo books within one week of the event, and then I have my big old list of the ones that I'm still getting through of all of the photo books that I want to catch up on. I display the photo books in my living room. I have them like under a coffee table and it's cute because you can create your own look of the bindings. You can see what each one is on the binding, just like a book and people actually grab them and look at them. And I feel like it helps my kids remember things that they don't actually remember, like their first birthday or their second birthday or, you know, of course the week they were born, all the important things that happen in our lives. I just think it's so cool to slow down sometimes and take a minute to reflect. I love curling up on the couch and going through one of them when I see my kids grab them, or just looking at them myself. Um, I think it's a great way for us to, I don't know, stay centered and stay happy and reflect on happy memories. And it's fun to do by yourself. It's fun to do with other people. And like I said, I absolutely love doing the smaller books, the copies, the duplicate books, for my kids so that they have them in their rooms and then they'll, you know, take them with them one day when they move out. And what a cool collection from your childhood. You know, once I get caught up, they will have every birthday party, every school year. So that way they remember their teacher. They remember their friends from that year. Um, And then major trips we take or just like mashups, you know, you don't have to do every trip. You could just do, you know, the summer of 2020 or whatever it is, I think simplify it. So it's reasonable and it's totally doable for you. It's not overwhelming. Um, I would recommend not having like way too many ideas. This is definitely something that I fall into. Like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that they have like one from, I don't know, everything. Every time we go to the pumpkin patch or every time we do this and don't set up too many traditions to where it's like physically impossible for you to keep up with it, but just pick the ones that you think are special to you and then you will enjoy doing. I really hope this episode inspired you to get all of your photos together, simplify the process so it's not overwhelming, and just go for it. I know it can be a daunting task to think of, but like anything, just take one step forward and you're on your way. You will be so happy that you did. Cheers, friends, to organizing all of your photos and spending special time reminiscing on those memories and um, being happy because that's what makes us feel awesome. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to to howtobeawesomeateverything.com, where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome, because that's exactly what you are.